0: Hi everyone, Marty Schneider here from Breaking Mayberry. Happy Thanksgiving and all other holidays to all of you listeners. We'll be back with new content next week, but right now what you're about to hear is one of our bonus episodes from our Patreon. We recorded it last year and it's about the holiday classic Pottersville, a movie where Michael Shannon gets hammered and dresses up like Bigfoot in order to win back his wife, a cheating furry. It's a Christmas classic that barely mentions Christmas. This bonus episode also features our friend Adam Teteris, known in some parts of the world as Flirt Vonnegut, and we hope you like Adam, because he's in next week's episode too. If you like this, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash breakingmayberry. Patreon subscribers get early access to episodes, director's cuts, deleted scenes, bonus episodes, and access to our Discord channel, full of fun and good people. Plus, higher tiers can torture Dan and I by suggesting things for us to watch and do bonus episodes on. Also, the more people join, the more cool Breaking Mayberry stuff will do, like live-streaming old TV pilots or running a Mayberry-themed tabletop RPG campaign. And if you want another way to support Breaking Mayberry, you can always leave a rating and review on the podcast catcher of your choice. That's also a huge help. Happy holidays, everyone, and enjoy this unlocked bonus episode of Breaking Mayberry.
1: Mommy kissing to close
0: Underneath the last night Hey Patreon subscribers, welcome to Full of Sound and Furry, Signifying Nothing A Pottersville <laughs> podcast This is one of, I don't even remember which one of you suggested we do this Jack but Jack, Jack, of course it was Jack
2: Jack, Jack stood their ground and said You will do a Pottersville episode. I will not budge on this. I will get that episode out of you people. They broke us down, and here we are.
0: Yeah, so this is for you, Jack. Great, thanks, buddy. (laughs) So, as you all know, if you make us, or if you give us a, a task, we will do it, because you gave us money to. And this time we're watching the 2017 bafflingly movie that barely exists pottersville with an all-star cast of people who should not be in this thing on a movie that looks like it was made for 38 dollars. yeah <laughs>
3: and
0: and to help us we brought in some backup on this uh, a man who really knows about bargain basement deals <laughs> and, and a man who really knows about putting talent where it doesn't seem like it should belong, the host of Man-Thing Minute and comic book Junto, Mr. Adam Teteris.
4: Adam! I was really wondering what you were going to say, I am a man who knows what about, like what field of expertise you were going to attach to me, because that's not what I expected given that we are recording this episode sound and furry uh signifying nothing so i thought maybe you were going to suggest that i was a member of a community and that you know here is a man who knows a lot about personas. is what i thought you were going to say but you didn't say that
0: i wasn't gonna like assume no.
4: that's what fair is,
2: what I is I man w- thing except Swamp Bigfoot, really? I think we can draw that comparison. As that's
0: true, I should have I should have gone with the cryptid angle. Okay, as let's, the let's
2: as go. the natural poet laureate of man thing studies, mm. you are uniquely qualified to enter into the Bigfoot discourse. Yeah, I think
4: you're right. Actually, yeah. I feel like man thing is sort of the uh, Bigfoot. The squatch, if you will, yeah. of the Florida Everglades. That's right.
2: You are the closest we can get to a Bigfoot expert being on the episode without it getting really, really weird.
4: <laughs> Weirder than it will inevitably get. I am the yeah. I'm the Brock Masterson, you might say, of man thing knowledge and, and footage and expertise, kind of the extreme hunter, the known yeah. persona.
0: Yes. Yes. The the bear grills, as it right. were. Yes, yeah. that's right. Drinking your own salt, your own swamp. Thanks water. for having me on
4: this show. Thanks for uh, asking me to watch this movie that I didn't know anything about, and then you instructed I wasn't allowed to Google.
2: Yes. Did you come in completely cold on this? Like, did you do the trailer or anything? Or were you just ice cold? Ice
4: cold on this. I will tell you, it would have stayed ice cold. It got a little tepid as I approached the movie on the streaming service that I was watching it on because I saw the thumbnail, which looked very strange. And I, yeah. I knew nothing other than the title. When, when Marty, you invited me to watch the movie and I, I asked about it and, and you said, please don't look it up. You, I want you to go in blind. And I did. And I sat down with my, my lovely partner who has also been on your show, Timory Schmidt, Dr. Timory Schmidt. And we, we just caught a glimpse of the thumbnail. And yeah. I thought, is that Michael Shannon? <laughs> and then in the corner of the thumbnail <laughs> on the streaming service, is that a gorilla mask i don't know what this is because i immediately assumed it was a christmas movie correct Uh, it is but the gorilla mask and michael shannon both of those variables for the christmas movie formula that i was expecting and then the movie ended up being one large variable i had totally cold i think this is a 2017 movie i I, for three years i have been in the dark on partersville and now finally i can see
2: I I mean you had the the reaction of is that Michael Shannon? Which I had the reaction of the entire time where I was just kind of watching, it. I was like, Are we sure that's Michael Shannon? Are we positive?
0: Multiple time Academy Award nominee Michael Shannon is in this movie, yes. And I'm glad that like this was a first time viewing for both of you. This was the second time viewing for me. I watched it when it came out in twenty seventeen when it came to I think I paid money to an Amaz- to amazon oh, for this fuck. I was going through a weird time and I was very very drunk i drunk live tweeted this this which I think is one way to yeah. watch this and when this when news of this movie broke for a very like brief period on i guess film <laughs> twitter, this was something that everyone wanted to talk about simply because of how bizarre it is it is a christmas movie a heartwarming christmas movie starring you know professional actual actor and terrifying man yeah michael yeah. shannon it has the feeling of a hallmark channel movie it the, the weird part is this movie practically doesn't exist dan and i have looked for like production mm. history or notes it premiered at like it, it it didn't hit major theaters. It basically like it played in a theater for a couple of weekends in Hamilton, New York, yeah. where it was you know <laughs> uh, where it was filmed, and then went straight to streaming. So it it looks like a like a UFA Bowl style like like tax dodge.
2: Like but- not just you can't find like like a premiere or screenings. You can't find I couldn't find reviews of this thing. Like if you look on Wikipedia, it says of reception. It says, like, it made this much, this much money. According to the six people that reviewed it on Rotten Tomatoes, not film critics, just people that went on Rotten Tomatoes and did a review, it has 0%. No, yeah. no,
4: that's just, that's wrong. Let me start off by saying that's wrong. First of all, those six people were clearly in the know. So yeah. c- congrats to them. But for to hear that it would have a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes, I know we'll get into right? it, but that is sacrilege. I, yeah, And, and also, let me just remark, and... are you telling me that the premiere of this movie was uh, uh, a series of rare sightings believed by few <laughs> yes. people as though yeah. this were some uh, mythical or
0: mystical entity? It's entirely possible, friends, that the movie Pottersville does not exist. It is a shared hallucination. Maybe there was like like a weather balloon or maybe we all inhaled some gas or something yeah. at some point. My girlfriend
2: like, invoked the Mandela effect yes. like partway through watching because it definitely feels like an artifact from a different universe yes. where a lot of things I'll went different. I'll say I think
4: this is the first time I've ever experienced something where I... I thought in in media res, I am experiencing the Mandela effect happen to me. And when I bring it up to someone later, I know they will tell me this doesn't exist. Yeah, (laughs) Usually the Mandela effect. Like we're watching that
0: Sinbad movie. (laughs) Right, right? I swear to God.
4: I watched it on Monday on a streaming service with someone else. I have a podcast to talk about it. You can't tell me this doesn't exist. And yet I fully expect and appreciate that someone will tell me it does not exist, in fact. does not uh, exist. Is a, Michael
0: I, Shannon's been dead for 30
4: <laughs> years. Uh, it,
2: it feels like a, like a product of like Earth 2, where Michael Shannon's career went very differently. Well, the, the
4: casting is sort of an undulation of believability, because I say Michael Shannon Christmas movie, and somebody says no, and then I no. say well, Christina Hendricks is in it. I'm like, all right, I guess.
0: Because her career has not gone very No, far.
4: I would say, yeah. you know, um, I, I really, really yeah. love... Christina Hendricks I'm a huge Mad Men fan and the few cameos where she has in in films Drive for example you know she's she's squandered her presence is squandered but she's there she had a TV show I think called Bad yeah,
0: yeah, with with which May was Whitman. fun watched, for, a season the season for a season or two. I enjoyed it, yeah, it enough,
4: fine. but I, I you know I really like her. But it's believable that she would be in a kind of low rent, low budget holiday movie. Yeah. But then yeah. the undulation peaks again. You say Ian McShane is in it. I'm like, no, that doesn't. What's happening? And then you hear yeah. Ron Perlman is in it. All right, okay, I guess.
0: Yeah, because Ron Perlman will do anything it's just for a paycheck, a, yeah. as, it's will, odd. as will Thomas Lennon, yeah. who I think it has third billing in this yeah. movie. Tom, Thomas Lennon, by his own admission, has been in movies that he has not read the script Really? Before. Yeah. He has just, like, watched – he has just read his parts and showed up to film them, like that horrible Nazi puppet movie that Dan – Oh, yeah. no, I
4: don't know that one.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, it's, yeah. it's The Puppet Master, uh, The Littlest Axis, which we watched – I think we got a half hour in, and it got so – vaguely anti-semitic that like it was like it really anti-semitic but with like vague plausible deniability that like marty from the kitchen he was refusing to watch it was like turn it off <laughs> and then we were like yeah we're done but then after that my girlfriend got really into the puppet master series oh, like, like the
0: horror movies
2: yeah, okay. it's like so. It's like a a and to be clear, like, of Puppet Master from like the last like five years or so. Yeah. And we started watching it. and She was like, "We're making a project of watching all of the Puppet Master movies, I'm which are have to very, watch
0: those. very, very clearly pr- anti-Nazi." Oh. <laughs>
2: the third one is him just killing Nazis, and it rules. Oh, that's
4: awesome. I didn't even realize that. That's
0: sick. But but the latest Puppet Master ha- fell in the hands of a filmmaker named S. Craig Zoller, who. All of his stuff is questionable yeah. in terms of having white supremacist sympathies. Oh, no. so, Fortunately, uh, anyway. not a
4: problem dealt with in Pottersville. We, we in didn't Pottersville, even need to approach uh, that.
0: Let's give a brief description of, of Pottersville. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Try to do it in under a minute, Martin.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Somebody want to time me? I, I, I've got a little clock down at the bottom. Okay, here we go. In Pottersville, Michael Shannon plays a everyday, everyman type character who runs a general store in a small town in upstate New York. He discovers that his wife has been having a somewhat affair with the local town sheriff as they are both members of a furry club that gets together and has furry rubbings. Yeah. Upon realizing this, he gets very drunk. Don's a ghillie suit and a Bigfoot mask and gets to make himself more appealing and then runs around the town on a bender. The town sees him, mistakes him for Bigfoot and then goes Bigfoot crazy and starts to get a lot of business as a, a Bigfoot tourist destination until a fake Hollywood actor who plays a cryptid hunter played by Thomas Lennon comes to town to film his show all of this happens around christmas and this is ostensibly a christmas movie 55 seconds
4: well done. Boom. okay well yeah, done. nailed
2: it for light golf clap uh,
0: so,
4: yeah did I mean I, I so don't know yeah. if you got to the point did did you mention the the part where Ian McShane is the mysterious hunter who everyone yeah. fears and respects
2: <laughs> okay so I think let's do it like this like kind of a, a round robin thing so let's go around and just do things that freaked you out about this movie hmm. Like Adam, would you like? Do you have something that you'd like to start out with? Of just something about this movie that tripped you out? Tri-
4: uh, something about this movie that tripped me out. apart. Apart from the initial casting, when I saw Michael Shannon is in this movie, that was my first trip. I really love Michael mm. Shannon a lot. I actually think that he is—he does terrific work in things I don't like. I thought he was a great General Zod in a movie I loathe. Yeah, yeah, um,
0: yeah. I've never been upset to see Michael Shannon that's in a right. movie. It- like every movie I've ever seen was improved by Michael Shannon's. That's right.
4: Uh, He was in Nocturnal Animals. Is that correct? I hated that movie and I I loved him. I thought he was terrific. So I'm I'm just captivated by him. That was my first trip. If I focus on one particular aspect of the movie that tripped me out, if I'm I'm being honest, the movie music, the the score of this movie I found very peculiar and tonally dissonant with anything that was happening at any given time it felt very Looney tunes to me or like a saturday morning cartoon or p- perhaps like a peewee herman i don't know what was happening with the music in particular but the music really tripped me out
2: i i have I, a submission I, for yeah. that okay hallmark
4: Oh, okay hallmark
2: so, Ch- like movie of the yeah, month yeah 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 so, hot I mean, th- guy that's,
4: that's in Christmastown, kind of, the movie.
0: Yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. So, like, that, that's kind of my thought on this is when you watch this film, it's really trying to ape or perhaps impersonate the tone of <laughs> a, yeah, of a, of a Hallmark, like, white couple in Chris, back to the small town yeah. for Christmas. Like, you'll, it, it really, f- it feels like one of those movies, but it feels like everything is slightly off and slightly yeah. more yeah. sinister. Like, one thing I noted about just the cinematography of this movie is that ev- almost every shot is a close-up. Everything is uncomfortably close. Mm. You can see every single one of Michael Shannon's pores in almost every shot. <laughs> yeah, and and they are they are shot on some like high def. I don't know some some red yeah. cameras. Like, but it but it still looks like that soap that shitty soap opera lighting that these cheap like movies Mm -hmm. have and just everything is just a little closer than you expect it to be in everything and it's very like no matter what how boring and tame the dialogue may be whatever's happening no matter what kind of like 1950s or 60s nostalgia they're trying to go for here and also by the way we should we should point out that this movie takes place in the modern day but, but there are just little things that drop. The TV like at one point. In t- yeah. Every yeah, single TV the, at one point in time. Every single TV yeah, is yeah, like a ev-
4: small set or black and white, and I was very confused by that. I thought maybe that was a callback to uh, "It's a Wonderful Life," but if if I make it a confession here, I've never seen "It's a Wonderful Life," and this entire time I was watching Pottersville. Of course, it is the town name. I I was wondering, is this a reference to something? I don't know.
2: So it Adam, has, can I it confide has... something in, in you? I haven't seen No, No,
4: That's wrong. Either, you, I'm lying You're the, about the it. host of the Andy Griffith podcast show. You have to have seen It's a Wonderful
2: I've Life. I've been living this lie for so long. People <laughs> oh keep referencing oh it's god. a wonderful life to me. Oh my god. And I just go, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I have no idea <laughs> listen, what you fucking listen, movie to is even about. listen
0: to me. Listen to me. Listen to me, both of you. Go fucking watch It's a Wonderful Life. I'm not kidding. It is like I know that it gets referenced all the time. It gets brought up and you think like, oh, this is a big important. It is a fun, it is extremely watchable. It is a good It's a movie. very
4: fun movie so, about suicide. About a man
0: trying to commit <laughs> yeah. suicide.
4: Yes. Yes. Well, no. it, let, uh, counterpoint. It's, it,
0: it's, it's extremely watchable. It's very entertaining. Just go watch counterpoint it. Counterpoint, Marty. Hang on. I
4: just want to, let me let me throw this out here. What if we pretended the rest of this podcast continued but you didn't exist in this world. Just to show you what it would be like. <laughs> yeah. I just want to show you what it would be like if you weren't born and Dan and I were the only ones who watched Pottersville just as an do you, experiment.
2: Do you, uh, uh, Adam just a quick sidebar. When Indy Hall opens back up, do you want to actually do that to Marty? But like, do you want
0: Do you want to just do
2: that? Do you want to just do that to Marty where like no one acknowledges his presence, but we all pretend like our lives are less fulfilled without him in it so it doesn't bum him out? I'll tell
4: you what, Dan. I will agree to that if we can find anyone outside of the 3 of us who have also acknowledged the existence of Pottersville. Then I then yes, I'm game. <laughs> yes. But if we can't find that, then I'm not game.
3: Oh,
2: oh! What, what heartwarming gaslighting? <laughs> yeah, yeah me.
4: we'll do it around the holidays, so it's fun.
2: <laughs> we'll all do a super bad job of it too. We'll just be like, "Ah, oh, I wish there was someone named Marty here." Like, no one, no one will try very hard.
0: Okay, so as the only one in this fucking podcast who's seen <laughs> *It's a Wonderful Life*, I will say that that's one of the things that I find the strangest about this movie is that it does share. The name Potter'sville, and I think the tagline of the poster was something like a Christmas life or a life. Yeah. And so you would think that it's like, like when I saw the t- the trailer, I was, or when I saw the title, I was like, oh, Michael Shannon's in like a like a offbeat remake of it. So it has nothing to do with mm, *It's a no. Life*, none whatsoever. Like other than the fact that they're both Christmas movies set in small towns, and the like very, very, very end is similar, yeah. like. Nothing. Yeah. Has nothing to do hmm. with it.
2: So I the so what I from like the music and the tone and the shots, what I got the movie was trying to go for, and I might be just giving way too generous, was they were like, let's do a Hallmark movie but weird and fucked up. But instead of doing like a Hallmark movie that goes off the rails and then is raunchy and crazy, mm-hmm. they're like, Let's start a Hallmark movie end it as a Hallmark mm-hmm. movie and everything in between. Let's try to get as crazy as possible, but it still is a Hallmark movie. Like it still ends with that. Like, like, and we, and everybody was happy after uh happy overall. And we learned the meaning of Christmas, yeah. but like, let's go on as many fucking loop de loops as possible to get there. Mm. And it, it, it's, it's
0: weird. Cause like, it's, I think there are variable levels of how many people are in on the joke, right? Like, like Thomas Lennon shows up and he's completely, "This is a gag. This is my mm-hmm. bit." Michael Shannon is playing this like, I'm not gonna say he's he's doing a good job. He's he's clearly as phoned in as as he, as can be. He does not give a shit, but he's playing this. Everyone else is playing the straight face, and that's the problem. Is I can't tell. I don't know where the joke is of this movie. I don't know who this is for. I don't know how sincere it's supposed to be. It's just, and, and let's, and let's go ahead and clear something up here, you know, 30 minutes into recording. Much like the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's in the song Breakfast at Tiffany's. We all kind of liked this movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, look, I, I don't want <laughs> to get it twisted. Clear. I enjoyed it. I,
4: I have very few complaints. I'm just confused as to who is made for or why it exists or how it exists. And I think part of it, if I may, I think part of it is because they do get a little fucked up. There's a shade of weird, but it doesn't go all the way. This is yeah. not an American yes. Pie, gross out, sex romp. This is not a Deadpool, let's be as vulgar as we can within this wholesome environment of a, a
0: holiday it, movie. It, it's, it's not Bad Santa. No, it, yeah, you brush,
4: know. Yeah. much like Ron Perlman and Christina Hendricks in their personas. They rub up against it, but yeah. they never really commit to being an adult movie. They just sort of flirt with that idea. And I have to say, I appreciate that. I used the the reference earlier, Pee Wee. It's like a Pee Wee Herman or like a Pee Wee's Big Adventure kind of this is weird, but I can't put my finger on exactly why. It's not offending me per se, and it's not gross or vulgar, but I can tell that it's not as wholesome as it purports to be. And I think that scratched an itch for me. It's like a very yeah, strange yeah. and difficult to classify thing, which I kind of dig. And I will also admit, I think we're gonna watch it again.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so this was the second time watching This was your me, second time. For- yeah. yeah. Right. And the, like I said, the first time I was very drunk, like I was like and that's what I was doing. I was one, I was being one of those like smart asses who's like I'm going to drink and live tweet about this and it's going to be and that's, and that's kind of what the movie was made for, right? Was like drunk and live tweeting. But then I watched it a couple of years later and I got to say it 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 also feels like like we're a couple of years too late to the dialogue on this. <laughs> Maybe and and here and here's what I mean by this, right? Like the the, the, let's talk about the whole furry angle yeah. right yeah. so this movie came out in 2017 uh-huh. probably written in like 2014 2015 meaning it was like at the very tail end of when furries were like the acceptable target of internet yeah. humor yeah you know and then we all kind of moved past that and kind of realized you know that at best our furry hatred was like like deeply coded homophobia. Yeah. Mm. Or like and like at at worst, you know, the furry community has its own you know it's just a sub community that we're not sure. part of.
2: Yeah. It's kink. Shaming. But, we were all kink shaming without. Yeah, yeah. right. So, right.
0: but so this was kind of at the very. So I think at the time, you know, a couple of years ago when it was released, it was like, look at this weird furry movie. And to be fair, like I, I, I don't even know the movie's opinions on furries. Like there's a big moment where like Ron Perlman gets where he gets to yell that he's a furry and yeah. he's proud. And it's I'm not one hundred percent
4: against furries, which was my, my my first trepidation was, oh no, this is going to be a lot of humor generated in king shaming and it is in fairness a little humor generated in king shaming but it doesn't go all the way in much like you might see in a movie like Bad Santa where you realize oh the punchline is these people are dwarves they're they're little people yeah. and that that really bothers me and i i was prepared to be really put off but this movie doesn't even go all the way on that it just sort of dances no. around it a little bit if anything the greatest offense that i experience on behalf of the furry community is that christina Hendricks was dressed mostly as an easter bunny and not real. didn't really have a an adequate persona, of which yeah, they I'm, had I'm, available they had plenty of of yiffin there, there, were yeah. Yiffers among us, but that uh, that Easter bunny, I think, it was a little low rent, Christina.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it's such a—that's it, I mean, really the problem—is like it's such a terrible outfit. It's just a tacky outfit, and let's face it, like any any furry worth their their yif, worth their plush, would definitely try to find a fur suit that took advantage of Christina Hendricks' <laughs> figure. Truly squander, absolutely squander. Yeah. All right, so basically, so that's problem number one: is that Christina Hendricks was not a sexy enough bunny. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, <laughs> that's that's really the issue. None of us, none of us got horny for
3: Christina Hendricks. Whoa whoa whoa,
0: whoa,
4: whoa, 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 Do not a... put words and in my I mouth. Tried. Do not put words in my mouth. That is not what I said. I did get horny for Christina Hendricks in a large bunny suit. It's just not what I was expecting. <laughs>
3: okay. Which is, in no, fairness,
4: just... the entire movie experience. <laughs>
2: So to like deconstruct like the the furry jokes a little bit, I think this is like to the movie's credit. The first the first time that furries show up, Michael Shannon walks in on his wife Christina Hendricks doing yiffing with with the sheriff, yeah. and the joke is he keeps calling the sheriff a a squirrel when the sheriff is a wolf, yeah. and that's like he's not like what are you guys furries? He's like he's a squirrel, and he's like motherfucker, I am clearly a wolf. Look at me. And like so the joke isn't on I don't think the, the joke is doesn't I I can't recall a moment where the joke was ever ha furries. It was always people going like like I don't understand what furries are, I'm confused, and furries like explaining I mean, it? I guess
0: I guess the joke is that like I don't even know if it's a joke. I mean, it's really a plot point because like, the furry costumes are what prompt Michael Shannon to put on the Bigfoot outfit in the yeah. first place because he's like, oh, my wife is so turned on by by this. Well, fine, I'm going to wear this. Is this what miserable
4: you Miserable like? Sasquatch you know. outfit, by the way, truly yeah. miserable. I thought when he put no, on the ghillie suit, I realized like, oh, this is why the guys asked me to watch this because of this swamp <laughs> suit. But that doesn't look like Bigfoot at, at all to anyone. At all. Period. At all.
2: This also, Which like is a, is a... that a bit or is that them doing a shitty bigfoot is he supposed to look like an absolutely dog shit bigfoot he also, or could they not get a better bigfoot there, costume i can't there's tell a, there's a montage
4: where there's he works a couple on of it and
2: improves
0: it yeah. and, and, <laughs>
2: and it's it still looks like dog shit there's there's a couple
0: of scenes within that montage where he's like where he's like pretending to be bigfoot consistently yeah. so that the town can get revenue from it where like He's walking, he's like running down the street and there are and there are cars passing him. <laughs> at one at one point he's standing outside of like some people's window and like a child looks at him and looks him in the face and says, "Merry Christmas Bigfoot." Like <laughs> close enough <laughs> and well lit enough that you can clearly see. That's just a guy in a fucking mask, that's like in a cheap Halloween mask. A
2: plastic like, gorilla mask.
0: <laughs> like, like this guy is 10 feet in front of me. <laughs> yes. And that, that's clearly it's clearly just it's clearly this my friend Maynard on my lawn,
3: yeah. I like.
4: thought that by the end of the movie, I expected that maybe there was a parallel being drawn between the faith that we put in Santa Claus and the excitement and the optimism and the good feelings that we have towards Santa Claus during the uh, uh, the holiday season, and the faith that Pottersville was putting into. They're Bigfoot, right? And I thought maybe there was yeah, some parallel. Santa
0: Claus doesn't even get doesn't mentioned. Doesn't
4: even this. get mentioned. No. And that's the thing yeah. is I thought, okay, maybe I see what they're doing is they're going to play with this idea of, oh, it's so childish. It's so immature. It's so far flung to believe in this mythical, silly thing that we all agree cannot possibly be real. But this town will do that. They will mm. have the suspension of disbelief to serve their sense of happiness and, and levity. I, I thought maybe that point would be driven home, but Santa Claus isn't even mentioned. At points, I forgot it was a holiday movie, except there's a Christmas tree in the window.
3: And, what if the
2: universe uh, 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 that we're Mandela affecting this from just doesn't have Santa? Uh, like, what if we're, uh, we're receiving an artifact from a universe where they never invented Santa What Claus if they don't have Jesus like, Christ
4: in Pottersville?
2: yeah. Huh? What if it's like a year without a Santa thing, but just indefinitely? <laughs> like, the Heat Meister and the Cold Meister never let the fuck up.
0: And- I mean, let's let, let's go ahead and be clear here. Santa Claus is a cryptid. Yes,
4: yeah. like, agreed. Like, I yeah. would agree. He is by, a, by, a, a by, gentle by, by and generous cryptid. It's difficult yeah. to take a photograph of him. You leave food and snacks out for him. People,
0: Many people have tried uh-huh, to trap people, him. People like, try to
4: trap him all the time. There's that website where satellites track his is is every what is that website that tracks
0: no it's like the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh Yeah, i mean there's there are people who have fetishes for him just as this movie is all about christina hendrix being horny for bigfoot you know there's you know i'm sure most of us have heard the song we all know that like at some point in time we all saw mommy kissing santa Uh claus by the way, quick note about that song, it was always bothered me. The parents do not know that the kid is watching. So what the fuck are oh. they doing? Oh, plausible deniability. <laughs> that 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 song is sung from the from the you know from the perspective of Mm -hmm. a child Mm -hmm. who is watching his mom and presumably his dad make out while he is dressed as santa claus but they don't know that the child is there so dad is not wearing the santa suit for the child's Mm -hmm. benefit whose benefit is he wearing whomst
4: among us has not walked in on our parents engaged in santa play (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a the ma- the first loss of innocence is when you you see your parents doing Santa themed role play. Yeah. It's yeah,
0: mm-hmm. to uh, to to diverge slightly. I just watched the uh, happiest Christmas, the the very lesbian uh, Christmas on the happiest yes. season Was Happiest it season.
4: They all yeah. blend together. Uh, the, yeah,
0: it's hard to tell. Yeah, the, the I'm just going to call it because there's only one the the lesbian Christmas mm-hmm. movie. With Kristen Stewart. And in the very first scene of that movie, a couple is doing uh, holiday-themed bondage. Mm, Like, we just see them for a brief second. It's never mentioned again. And it's such a weird note for what is really a pretty Mm chaste movie. And that's that's just like Pottersville. Mm -hmm. Pottersville just, like, and, and, and in that one, it involves a reindeer costume. So it's pretty much the same thing. But Hula's getting accolade from it, and Pottersville, well, we get to shit all over that one.
2: Things change.
0: So much stuff changes yeah. between twenty seventeen and twenty twenty.
2: She should have ended up with Aubrey Plaza.
0: What? She should have ended up with Aubrey Plaza. I mean, they should have
4: I, had. I, I, they should so... have had Bigfoot in that movie. That really would have changed things for that happiest season.
2: Uh, Dan Dan Levy could have been agree. Bigfoot. Yeah. Dan Levy could play Agreed. Bigfoot. They that is a movement that I'm going to start pushing <laughs> in Hollywood. Is just like just put Bigfoot in your Christmas movie with no <laughs> explanation whatsoever. I'm going to start pushing like, for
4: a NORAD, NORAD to uh, track Michael Shannon's
0: movements on Christmas Eve. <laughs>
2: I would love Dan- to know where Michael Shannon is at all times because I bet the places are weird.
0: Like- much much like Michael Shannon, every film is improved with the presence of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. I just What you, Dan- folks, what is my favorite movie of Harry all time? Harry and the Henderson's? The- Close enough. <laughs> which my goofy favorite, movie? Uh, also, my a, favorite, also, a weirdly my favorite, sexual movie. My, yeah, also weird. Uh, there was that that, that weird like eighties, nineties like family horniness. John Lithgow like, had like, a that.
2: very sexual relationship with that Sasquatch. It was <laughs> anyway, very, it was my, uh, very weird. My favorite film,
0: Strange of Wilderness, time, is a goofy huh.
2: movie. A Strange <laughs>
0: Wilderness no? Is a goofy movie which has an extended scene featuring That's Bigfoot, right. like
2: just give me, like, ju- I, I want this from a film. Now now I really want this, is just do a completely over the plate, like, uh, happiest season type movie. And then just at one point, just have someone just go, oh, hey, Bigfoot. And Bigfoot is just like standing there holding a drink. Just do one of those. Don't make a big deal out of it. And just, be-
0: like, just like watching, I was gonna say The Mandalorian, but that would make sense. You know, I'm just watching, I don't know, Parks and Rec, and then just Just Bigfoot walks through the background, just... uh, If I were
4: were Christopher Nolan, if I was like a Christopher Nolan kind of filmmaker, my, my Easter egg, my signature is I would put Bigfoot in every movie. Yeah. By the way, I, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but Bigfoot fucking rules. I just Googled yeah. Bigfoot, and one of the things that happen, the thing that happens is on the right-hand side, you get to see a little uh, picture of Bigfoot <laughs> fucking rules that Bigfoot exists. Bigfoot should be in more movies. I will advocate endlessly for Bigfoot, and to have a holiday movie with Bigfoot in it as a central theme, great. Really good stuff all around.
2: Uh, we're all,
0: we're all pro-Bigfoot
4: yeah, here. Yeah, 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 so right.
2: Bobcat Goldthwaite was on a podcast I listened to, and he did a movie about Bigfoot. And as a result, he had to interview the Bigfoot enthusiast community. <laughs> and one piece of trivia I will always for, uh, remember for that is that there is a huge divide amongst the Bigfoot enthusiast community on whether or not in the photo Bigfoot has tits. They are mm. very passionate about it because some of them are like Bigfoot has, uh, has tits. Clearly, it is it is female, and other people are like absolutely not, and they are like it's it's like a civil war oh. amongst the bigfoot. Community. They, they're trying to
4: identify the sex of bigfoot, and that would have yeah. implications. I, I'm sure. Yeah, it, it wasn't that an episode of the X Files. There was a uh, a bigfoot who had a little foot. Was that, was that not the plot of an Aww. episode? I feel like
2: it's adorable. I don't know. That- L- L- you little, f- could, you could tell me no, anything no, about the X Files no, at this point. I remember <laughs> there was an episode Adam, where that's the plot of the land. There was before an episode time. where it, little
0: Littlefoot's in the land. No, before it, time. different different Littlefoot.
2: There's also an episode where Mulder shoots Littlefoot. It's a big <laughs> There's bummer. an episode.
4: There's an episode of X Files (laughs)
0: where where Mulder gets kicked off the force because he accidentally (laughs) shoots a little (laughs) boy, right? And then later on, as he now that he's a beat cop, he has to help Bruce Willis fake or save Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah, Reginald (laughs) (laughs) Johnson. uh in a for the purposes of this x-files <laughs> reboot Mulder will be played by <laughs> reginald in, <laughs> in a
4: stirring sequence in a stirring sequence admits to david degovney that he he shot a kid and the kid was bigfoot and
2: consider yeah. this scully what if there was a land before time i don't know Mulder. Oh, that doesn't man. sound plausible
4: now that sounds like a christopher nolan flick land beef time how can Shit, Nolan even make a movie really if there was before time all he can do is make <laughs> time a thing I just saw Tenet so that's on my mind the two movies that I watched back to back thanks to you goons is Pottersville and Tenet and I just want to admit freely publicly to everyone who's a Patreon subscriber Pottersville's superior movie <laughs> I really, <laughs> really thought it was terrific see it in IMAX if you can
2: time i was watching pottersville i was like i i literally i turned to my girlfriend i was like is this movie good or am i losing my mind yeah Yeah, we
0: let's 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 go ahead and talk about that we all sort of like this movie despite like we don't i don't have that many complaints about it like and and in 2017 i was like haha this is this is bad how does this get made or whatever and like Uh, Now it's 2020, I'm so fucking tired, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, all right, he puts on the Bigfoot costume, it makes people happy, whatever, Mm -hmm. who cares? Any movie where the
4: catharsis in conclusion is that the town opens a Bigfoot museum is going to get a 10 out of 10 from this guy. I will say, you know, like most movies, in the sad reality in which we all exist, doesn't pass the Bechdel. I don't think there are mm, any characters or actors of color apart from Greta Lee, who's terrific. I really like Greta Lee as the manager or assistant to the what's his name, the actor who was oh, playing the- Brock Masterson, Thomas Lennon, Thomas Lennon, who was who really oh, served in a Chris Kattan for me. He was he was giving me big Chris uh. Kattan energy.
0: There's, there's, there's also the reporter because they make it a point of her overpronouncing her name, which is like, Selma That's, right. that's yes. right. Thank you. Yes, yeah. you're right. It, she like makes it a big point to overpronounce her name every time she's right. on screen. Let's, I mean, shit, let's just talk about the okay, act one of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to break the sound
4: scene by scene, beat by beat.
0: <laughs> i mean okay so the movie the movie opens up with like a montage of for sale signs and closed stores and you're like okay so this town is not doing well and maynard that's michael shannon's character he goes to his general store that's been in his, his family for. he works at 18. franklin fountain yeah, yeah basically and he he just kind of sits there waiting for uh this is the first thing we see michael shannon do is he's he Shovels his walk, he checks his watch, he's waiting for customers, then he kind of shrugs and says, eh, what you gonna do? Which is his catchphrase for the entire movie.
3: <laughs> uh, is eh, it? I didn't even What you gonna I do? I didn't catch that.
0: That's
4: very Bugs Bunny, I guess.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> because the very next scene is, like, some people are buying some groceries from him, a uh, kid tries to get a candy bar, and his mom says no, and basically... She says, "Hey Maynard, can I put this on my tab?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'll write it down." Hey kid, have mm-hmm. this candy bar. That's when Judy Greer's character says, "You're a good man, Maynard." And he says, "Yeah, what you gonna do? Kid wanted a candy bar." Mm, okay, yeah. Uh, anyway, so enter Ian McShane's character, who is like this old, grizzled hunter. He is Quint from Jaws. He yeah. gets to do the the fingernail thing. He gets to do the "You all yeah. know me." Uh, so he's just this old trapper that lives in the woods, and everyone knows and fears and respects him. He sells. He sells game yeah and he also
2: makes And this shine. is
0: what and he also makes moonshine which this is what makes it fall into the breaking mayberry mm. verse yeah uh because he's he's a moonshiner yeah. and i don't know what this movie thinks being drunk is <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah where he, it like someone <laughs> hooks a car battery up to yeah your yeah fucking central this, has a,
0: this has a uh, very
4: like uh Jason Statham in Crank. In Crank, approach crank. to being drunk. He's, he's
2: basically drinking Jason Statham's sweat.
0: Yeah,
2: right. I I have drank moonshine, and my reaction was definitely not. I'm super hyper. It was like I need to lie
3: down. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. I mean,
4: that ushers in yeah. Maynard's second catchphrase, which is when he gets drunk, he tears his shirt off and yells "Yabba Dabba Do" and <laughs> runs around the town, which I thought was strange too.
3: Uh, so he
0: he gives he gives Maynard a bottle of his moonshine <laughs> as I don't know a present or whatever. And to be clear, like these two men are clearly doing what is a terrible performance for them, but is a fine performance are by anyone. You kidding else. me? Like,
2: okay, so I'm I'm gonna stop you here. I felt like Ian McShane was trying harder in this role than I saw him try in like Game of Thrones. Uh. Like Ian McShane, in my opinion, put his back into this. I haven't seen him work this hard in a while.
0: He's very enjoyable in this.
2: Yeah. He, he, Ian McShane, I think, kind of carries this movie. He doesn't do a lot of stuff, but he, like, is, like, working with what he has. He definitely, I've watched Ian McShane, well, like, that's sleepwalk because hold on, through wait, three wait, movies. That's because, wait. that's because somewhere- I totally that's
4: because... fucking forgot that Ian McShane was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's like, like he just shows up for five seconds and it's like, hey, it's me, Ian McShane. <laughs> and everyone's what? like, what's up, Ian McShane? Do you have any opinions about this? He's just like, not really. Can you kill me now, please? Did he die in God? Game of
4: Thrones? I don't even remember.
2: Like, almost immediately. Oh. He was like, he showed up, he was like, hey, everybody, Ian McShane, check me out.
4: Can we like, get something out of the she- way? Game of Thrones sucked. Yeah. Like, it just it was... Is- it, it, I for never a little it. while like for a little while it was super fun to watch and talk about with your friends and learn how to say names and yeah. and then just i don't want to say ian mcshane broke game of thrones but it seems like <laughs> a coincidence <laughs> he, perhaps
0: he didn't I, help I, it uh, I never, I never watched it, but I like just through cultural osmosis, I know who most of the main characters yeah. are. And every single time I've seen like a Game of Thrones famous person in a thing that isn't a Game of Thrones, I've been like, "Damn, they mm. suck!" Yeah, Amelia Clark sucks. Mm. Everything I've seen her in is garbage.
2: Yeah, she eats shit. Oh, poor Amelia. Um,
4: I th- I feel like Amelia know... Clark is probably lovely. I'm I I, I can't even think I... of what she's in. Terminator.
2: I wanted. I just. I just watched Last Christmas and I wanted to like her I like she seems really cool. I want to like Amelia Clark and she's terrible in it. It's such a bummer. Last Christmas. Well,
4: I'm looking at there the was, movie poster was, there was, there was, and the... it appears to me that there's Bigfoot's not in this movie so it makes sense. Yeah. Not it makes that sense movie that this either. movie just, sucks. Uh,
0: yeah. Distinct uh, so... <laughs> upsetting
2: lack of Bigfoot. Yeah. But, but with with Game of Thrones the whole thing was like you sat down and you watched and you were like What's gonna happen next in Game of Thrones? And when you know at the end that the thing that happens is dog shit, then you're like, oh, it's just like it just the dominoes fall and everything prior to that is stupid.
0: This is great. This is great because I just said that I was nostalgic for 2017, and now I get to have the feeling that I had in 2017, <laughs> where two of my friends have a conversation about a show that I have not and will not seen. In well, front here of me. you go, oh, yeah. Marty.
4: Uh, this is exciting news. Disney Plus just announced that there is a Pottersville franchise coming to <laughs> to uh, their streaming service. <laughs> is that one of the Star Wars? It's one of the it's, 10 yeah, Star weird. Wars. we it's weirdly a
2: spin off of The Mandalorian. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, and Michael Shannon dresses up as a Wookiee and runs around. Endor and and uh, surprises well, everybody and they build a Wookiee museum the, at the end
2: how the fuck I mean, is michael shannon not been in a star wars great thing?
4: question like he's uh, about to be in at least one of 10 disney yeah. plus series
0: i was going to say like here, here's what's really surprising is that michael shannon i'm hearing has been cast as bigfoot in spider-man 3 <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> which would be shocking because he would be reprising his role from spider-man 2 as bigfoot the same i actually
2: one. i I, I completely forgot to bring this up. I don't know if you guys have been looking at Scream Rant. I'm actually in Spider-Man 3. Oh. I think you should check because you guys oh, might be. I hope
4: I'm not which, Spider-Man
2: 3. I got a lot going Which on.
4: member of this Sinister Six do you play, Dan?
2: I'm going to be the lizard from Earth 2. Uh. I don't know if I'm in mocap. They didn't call me or anything. Yeah. I just, it was on Screen Rant. My brother-in-law is in it too. Oh. I don't it's, Congrats to him. I think they're just going to get to everybody eventually. Marty,
4: which, which member I, of the Sinister, I, Sinister I, Six are you?
2: I was actually
0: going to be the Vulture. But then I gotta look at some of the script notes, which I can only describe as mildly <laughs> to wildly anti-Semitic. Oh, no.
4: <laughs> I think that was originally cast for Mel Gibson, and that would explain that role. Yeah, yeah.
2: They did so. so many lines where the vulture asked for a pound of flesh, and it was like, "No, you can't." They had the
4: vulture call Spider-Man "sugar tits," and I feel like that was going to be a problem from the jump.
2: <laughs> oh God, that movie's I.
4: What it's movie did we watch the- together
2: for, for this? <laughs> Enter yeah, the Potterverse. <laughs> yeah. So we're on the so, first so, so, scene. So, so we've described the first thing. <laughs> oh except,
0: except okay, so so everything that happens we've already talked about. Michael Shannon decides to go home early. He walks in on his wife and the sheriff Jack. He gets he gets drunk off the moonshine that was given him by Ian McShane. He goes on a on a bender and he dresses up as Bigfoot yeah. and then. The very next day he walks out of his he walks out of no his hangover. shop and everyone No hangover. Yeah. He 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 walks out and everybody is gathered around a small black and white mm-hmm. TV to hear the news about the town that had Bigfoot sightings. Reminder, it's 2017. <laughs> yeah. Why is everyone getting their news from a TV at the a black and white TV at the general mm-hmm. store? Like, it's this, it's this really fun bit where, like, you, you see it in black and white and all kind of grainy, and then it cuts to very modern news footage. Which, like, yeah.
2: it's crazy that, like, in any universe that... A town claims to have seen Bigfoot gets on the news because one of those happens, like, every week where they're like, an entire town claims to have seen a flying saucer. And that yeah. doesn't make it on the evening news. There's it makes a, it on recur- Unsolved mystery seven years later.
0: <laughs> there, there's a recurring bit of that woman, I think because she pronounces her name a bunch of times, Selma Gutierrez, reporting live from Pottersville. Put a
2: little they Italian her- on that there.
0: They send her to do the, those dog shit assignments. <laughs> like, she's basically like, hello, this is breaking news. A town has given a man yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, well, some people gave money to another person.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, breaking news. Breaking news. A bunch of people had a good time. Back to you, <laughs> Steve. But the
0: thing, that's the
4: thing that makes me feel like this had a, a, a decidedly peewee universe feel because it feels so deeply invested in this Americana pseudo parody where it is making fun of it and also just reveling in it and its corniness and it for I, i i can't explain why but it worked on me it was equal parts charming and inoffensive
0: yeah, I had I had yeah. zero problem. It does feel like if you got on a bus and drove thirty miles outside of Pottersville, you would hit like a Truman Show style wall. Mm. Yeah. Like thunk like that is like like Westworld, like this is the end of, yes. of the Potterverse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this is all that exists for these people. I agree.
2: These, they're being kept in like an alien wildlife sanctuary.
0: But but I mean clearly there's <laughs> other people out there because tourists come to Pottersville to see Bigfoot stuff. That was something
4: that I really um, enjoyed. Buses pulling up for people to take the Bigfoot tour. And I was curious. I asked Dr. Timory while we were watching it, what is what is in the tour? Do they look around the places where they <laughs> might have seen Bigfoot at one point in time? And then uh, mean, new Chris Catan shows up in his little helicopter, his little one. And everybody's like, oh, this is the big reality TV hunter guy. And we're so excited to impress him. We got to sh- show him... Finding Bigfoot. Does anybody expect that they're going to find Bigfoot? Is the expectation that they will, in fact, find Bigfoot?
0: I mean, they—they they, not only do they want to find Bigfoot at some point in time, they hire Ian McShane to hunt him and trank you him. Know, trank yeah. him. They don't say to kill him, but they hire Ian McShane the whole town to to like hunt yeah. him down and basically, I don't know, stuff him. Mm-hmm. And even Ian McShane, who is this wild hunt, you know, this wildly talented hunter guy. It's never clear until the very end. He's just, at one point in time, is he going to be just like, that's clearly Maynard in a fucking suit. Yeah. yeah. He, he picks Maynard up. He, at one point in time, he picks the unconscious Maynard up and puts him in a truck. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's close enough. <laughs> yeah. So it's never, and, and I should also be like clear. Around the time Thomas Lennon shows up, that's kind of where I kind of zone out of this movie because this movie also forgets that Michael Shannon is the main character for that entire middle. This is the biggest.
4: This is absolutely the only flaw. Than I have with this movie, it takes its its starring actors and covers them in literally covers them in mascot costumes and sort of squanders their abilities because Michael Shannon spends a lot of time in a mask and a, <laughs> a, a uh, ghillie suit and Christina Hendricks spends a lot of time be- beneath a rabbit head and it yeah. really just squanders their chance and it makes me wonder like why did we even spring for these terrific actors.
0: Yeah. And, and 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 to be clear, like for that entire middle act, I hope you like Thomas Lennon. I hope you like his yeah. whole shtick because it's the entire middle section. You want to talk about dated? There's there's a bit here where Thomas Lennon, as this like pompous you know overactor, recites the entire verbatim the entire rant that Christian Bale went on. That went that's viral right. in like 2010, where he was yelling at the lighting thing. God, that's, and that's what that show. was. That's what that was. And here's the thing: I had to Google actor yells at crew because I watched that going. Yeah, what's he doing? Is that was that Russell yeah. Crowe? Was that like? And that was clearly that was years out of date when they wrote yeah. it. Yeah. Like, but like, and that's the entire joke is just that he's quoting the Christian Bale thing. So like, for for the this movie's only a, an hour and a half long, but for that entire middle half hour, the enti- like it's basically the Thomas Lennon Ian Mc- McShane show. Yeah, and we kind of forget about Michael Shannon for a little bit until he has to make a big decision, I guess, to go out and play along with the show and get hunted in order to save the town. <laughs>
3: yeah. He, yeah
0: cause let's, let's be clear here. The, the town is making money hand over fist from this Bigfoot I thing. love okay, it when yeah, they finally so,
4: catch him and they're like, why did you do it? And he's he says in his drunken stupor, he's like, I just wanted the town to have something to believe in. It's like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> yeah, what does this mean? What does this mean? What Believe in what?
4: I mean, he was right. It worked.
2: The, it's like... The character conflict that is the least necessary because he is Bigfoot once. And then he's done. And then everyone <laughs> thinks Bigfoot is in the town, and he literally never has to do it again. Yeah, he and doesn't need to do you. Doing it. Because, like, he's like, well, I need to make sure they see Bigfoot on the TV show. It's like, no, you don't. Ghost Hunters is, they never see a ghost on Ghost Hunters, <laughs> they still put it on air. And, like, he's like, well, if, they, if nobody sees Bigfoot, then the tours will stop. And it's like, I can go on a ghost tour in Philadelphia where I will look at a house and someone will say, one time there was a ghost <laughs> here. Give me two hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, in Potter's, I you all know.
3: Yeah,
0: you you all know that, like. You know, one of the classic qualities of Bigfoot is that you can always see him in one specific space <laughs> at one specific time. He's like Old Faithful. If you show up right around the same time, he'll yeah. be around. Yeah, so that's that's one of the, the like main qualities of Bigfoot. Everyone knows yeah. that.
2: If there's one thing that cryptid enthusiasts need, it's hard evidence. Without that, their interests will dwindle. <laughs>
0: if there's if there's one thing that cryptids are known for, it's keeping a set schedule. Can we talk yeah.
4: about Judy Greer? And Judy Greer's budding romance with Maynard, yeah, Michael Shannon's yeah. character, and further, I can't remember if this was addressed. This, I watched this movie days ago, and I, for, I have already forgotten everything. But I still think I like it. <laughs> when When her character finds a letter that was written and left on like a typewriter, and discovers the secret, what was that letter?
0: It really, it really seems like like the way that she discovers it. It really seems like it's Maynard going out to the woods to kill him. I yeah, thought the it, same thing. I thought it, thought it was looks a suicide, like a suicide note. note. But I think it's, I think it is that like Maynard has made. But like, okay, so at that, I mean, he kind of is right. I thought yeah, it was like suicide Maynard, by cop, by hunter, or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. cause Maynard is going out – he's going out to get filmed and going out to be on on the show and to pretend to be Bigfoot, but he knows that by doing so, he's putting himself in danger – because Ian McShane's character is a hunter. I guess no one... Here's the thing, right? It's it's not like Ian McShane ever goes like, haha, ha, I am the hunter, and I am the greatest hunter. I am here to kill the yeah. Bigfoot. No, Ian McShane the whole time is like, Yeah, whatever, you pay me to trank the guy, I'll, I'll mm. trank him. Like, he's not dangerous. <laughs> he's not a threat at all. But no one... I guess no one shared that information. So Maynard thinks he's going to go out and potentially mm-hmm. die for this town. And it's a stupid plan because... Let's say let's say that was going to happen. Let's say that he did get shot. Does he think that he's going to get shot and be buried as
2: Bigfoot? Mm. <laughs> like like they're not going to shoot him and then go, "Oh shit, we just shot a man." Well, we- <laughs> they're going to do the autopsy and be like his He seems to have some sort of ghillie suit-like <laughs> fur. And then underneath, check it out, just a human rib cage. Holy shit, check out Bigfoot's human rib Oh, cage. man,
4: we got to stop selling ghillie suits because they were all made from the bodies of dead Bigfoots. This <laughs> seems really problematic for Pottersville. what he, one,
2: he has one really... a plastic exoskeleton. <laughs> yeah, what, what,
0: one really amazing feature about the Bigfoot is that they have a face under Maybe. their face. It's, That's how it's they camouflage. Of every they swap out faces like a, like yeah, a fucking a. it's transform. kind of like a xenomorph
4: anyone... thing. It's like every, the mouth in the mouth, but it's more of a face in the face. Maybe, you know, the only way a Bigfoot can truly be killed is to be incinerated. They're, therefore, cremated instantly, and you wouldn't be able to identify Maynard's
2: <laughs> We gotta burn the Bigfoot. We don't know we what he's capable of. He could regenerate and seek revenge. <laughs> so,
0: so, so, yeah, so he, so,
2: hey, so Has, has th- anyone seen Michael Shannon? We got gonna tell him how much he looks like Bigfoot he's gonna be so pumped
0: so so Maynard I guess makes this sacrifice to go out and potentially get shot to death by his friend we should point out they're (laughs) They're, friends friends and it, it
4: appears throughout the movie that Ian McShane always has this knowing wink like he is yeah, aware it's, 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 of what's occurring and he is assisting and serving almost like the the angel who visits George Bailey. Like there's there's that, that vibe, but they never really capitalize in a easy to understand way.
0: And and at the end of the movie, he's being filled in on everything via television. He's at home in his hut watching black and white TV going, huh? Son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> like eating dinty more out of a out of a can. He, he, he
4: was watching. He was watching TV and he says, "Oh my! I'll be damned." Michael Shannon's in this. This is really weird.
3: <laughs>
2: Wait, was I in this movie? That's cool. It's crazy.
0: Somebody has dirt on you know, me. It's 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 like that joke in in about. That Michael Caine said about Jaws 3, where he said, I've never seen the movie. By all accounts, it's terrible, but I have seen the house that it bought, and it's lovely. (laughs) It's that, but the house that it bought is just that dirty, shitty shack in Bonnardville that he's living in. It's just his fucking...
2: So this actually brings me to a thing I want to talk about with this movie and how it does not exist. Are you guys aware of the movie Tiptoes? No. It is a movie where Matthew McConaughey and shit, what's her name? Lady Christina who... Hendricks Khaleesi One sec. Amelia Clark Lady who fell off the face of the earth in the early 2000s
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Garner
2: Jennifer Garner wow. <laughs> Oh my god body. did I nail it I, I... Did I nail it from that it might be. Electra One sec <laughs> Kate Beckinsale. Oh, okay. uh, well,
0: Kate Beckinsale does
2: still does. Yeah, stuff. She's,
0: she's still. Most around. recently, she does pe- Pete Davidson. Oh, really?
4: Right. Kate Beckinsale and Pete yeah. Davidson are an item.
0: They were hooking up for oh. a little
3: while.
4: Okay. Congrats yeah. to them. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, very briefly, it was, just, it was just Kate Beckinsale getting some from a much younger. Sure, man. go get it. Like good, for, yeah, good for her. Okay, that, so, fuck so the shit out of him. him. <laughs> that dude's dick has got to be the size of Ariana Grande. <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: that was a take I saw when it found out that he went from Ariana Grande to Kate Beckinsale. Or some just tweeted, "How big is his dick?" Yeah, how big could it possibly? Or be? maybe
4: I don't know. Maybe oh. it like you know moves in an interesting way. Maybe it's not big. It just has its own like phalanges or digits, and so it can do its own thing, <laughs> like carry a gun. It's got
2: personality. Yeah,
0: it's got personality. <laughs> Right.
2: It's got character. So just to confirm, neither neither of you guys know what Tiptoes no. is. No.
0: I'm going to go ahead and say you're making this up.
2: Okay. So <laughs> Matthew McConaughey and Kate Beckinsale, he's a fire, like a guy who teaches firefighters. She's an artist. Mm. They have a kid, at which point Matthew McConaughey reveals that he comes from a family of little people. Enter Matthew McConaughey's family of little people who are- mostly played by little people with the exception of Matthew McConaughey's twin twin brother, who is a little person, but is also played by Gary Oldman. No, 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 uh, no, no. Who no, is no. standing on his knees and kind of doing like T-Rex arms the no, entire time.
3: No, no. Yes,
2: it is a movie that happened, is not even fun bad, completely unwatchable, and was buried because right after they made it, Matthew McConaughey kind of blew up and and they were all they all just did it to cash a check and then suddenly like the movie- like re- they realized that it was horrible, all of their stars started to rise, and they were like, "This movie can never be known mm. by America because it will ruin all mm. of us so they like canceled all the marketing material they like, so many forces buried to this film so that no one fucking heard about it. It's hard to get. I had to, like, my friend had to get a DVD on eBay back in, like, 2013.
4: Well, um, if this movie exists, I will be very excited to be on the episode where you have it locked behind a Patreon paywall, you pieces of shit.
3: <laughs> I, I can't believe
4: that you would have me watch Pottersville and then Tiptoes back to back and Tenet. <laughs> and I'm excited to be on your, epi- your Tiptoes episode. We didn't
0: make you watch Tenet. Who did, Marty? <laughs> I did actually tell her to watch Tenet. Us. You cannot put that evil on us. <laughs> <laughs> also, no, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm looking at the IMDb page for for Tiptoes right now, and no fucking way in hell you no, can make no, me do this. No, no, it's
2: not. It nobody is- watch Tiptoes. Watch the trailer for <laughs> Tiptoes. Do not make the mistake I did. Tiptoes is not fun. Bad. Tiptoes is
3: bad. Uh-huh.
2: I think there's a prolonged thing of like because they do a whole thing of like, like. Like advocating for little people and like they're people too and don't make fun of them, but also makes fun of them. Oh,
0: I hate lot. that! I oh like my that. God! Here is here is the plot synopsis on IMDb: Two brothers, a dwarf, uh, and one of typical size, named Rolf and Steve. When Steve's girlfriend Carol becomes pregnant, the pair are fearful that the baby will inherit the dwarfism gene. Matters are complicated still further when she finds himself falling in, in love finds herself falling in love with Rolf. What the f- fuck. Mm.
2: I cannot believe I got to unleash this upon upon the two what of the you. If this fuck. movie actually also,
4: exists, I will dress up as Bigfoot and have myself killed by a hunter with the intent <laughs> of committing suicide.
2: And I, I really... Wait, this Dan, is like on, the Dan. ring. Do not watch Tiptoes. Under okay. no circumstances. Do not do it as a bit. Don't live stream yourself watching Tiptoes. Do not do a reaction thing. Don't try to live tweet Tiptoes. Do not Fucking watch Tiptoes. <laughs> th- then why the fuck did you yeah. bring it up? Because why needs- are we talking yeah. about it? It needs to be known about because this movie happened and these powerful forces conspired to keep us from knowing about it. But it is unwatchable and will put you in a bad mood for the next three weeks. Mm.
0: Okay, Dan, why did you bring this movie up though? Because it is what similarly a
2: movie that does not exist. They are both movies that were completely blacked out from existence. So my theory is that I want to ask who which actors people Saw this movie and was like, no one can fucking
4: know. First, about this. first, the Dan's pitch is the exact same pitch that I got from a high schooler to try salvia for the same for the first time. <laughs> when they were like, "Do not ever do this. Never do this. It's the craziest high you'll ever have for three minutes. Don't ever do this. Not for fun. Not for jokes. Don't live tweet it." And of course, I immediately did salvia. Yeah. So, if, yeah. Did you live tweet it? No, Twitter wasn't around.
2: (laughs) The one time I did Salvia, I tried to go back to the character select screen. I was like, I looked for the In fo- life? Yes, I was sitting <laughs> on the couch. You were, were,
0: were called up your dad and you yelled like,
2: no, I you should have put my
0: height, my
2: height slider hey, on
0: a little dad, further no, I would rather no, play as
4: Donatello I was like, if I w- there's some, some way you can arrange that. I would really rather play as Donatello. Yeah.
2: I was literally like, I could have been Captain Falcon or I could have been Star Fox <laughs> and I'm just this high kid. I was like pressing B button in my head. I was like, I gotta go back.
4: Yeah, right. This guy, I'm not going to be able to (laughs) save the president's daughter like this, dad.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It was my <laughs> one experience. With I, love, I, love, I love the idea that there's like like a character on the screen, <laughs>
0: just, and she like got like Goro and Chun Li, and then there's, Dan. I think there's
2: just me just sitting just, on a couch in like 2011. Let's, just
0: like,
4: let's flesh it out. Just, it's Goro.
2: What are Dan's special
4: abilities? There's Goro, Be- Goro, Chun Li, Dan, and Dan's twin brother, played by Gary Oldman, on his knees <laughs> with T Rex hands.
2: If you press, if you press B down while playing as Dan, he tells you that Inception was pretty good.
3: The top keeps spilling.
2: Yeah. Oh, good shit. Yeah. So okay,
0: so how does this movie end? So I'm I'm just gonna squ- wait. <laughs> what movie are we s- talking about? <laughs> we I'm gonna ta- skip over how much <laughs> of this movie is just fucking Thomas Lennon. Fucking I'm still
4: on Game of Thrones uh, season six. I thought we were.
2: Oh, uh, you, you should know. stop, Adam. What's up? Uh, the, the whole dragon thing didn't <laughs> work. No, like, no, what no, the, no. the? Do you want to just talk about Game of Thrones for like fifteen do we, minutes? To really can we get a so split in this <laughs> breakout room? So, so they yeah.
0: shoot. So they sh- they shoot Michael Shannon as Bigfoot with a <laughs> right, tranquilizer yeah. dart. And they throw him in the back of a truck. And Judy Greer... By the way, I love Great. Judy Greer. Every time Judy Greer shows up in the land, I'm like, hey, it's Judy Greer. And sadly, I think this is the first time I've ever seen her play like the main character, <laughs> yeah. like, the, the romantic lead. Anyway, she runs up and there's this big moment where she's like, it's not Bigfoot. And she Scooby-Doo's yeah. him and is like, it's Maynard. Stop. And then the whole town is like... Fuck you, Maynard! (laughs) You prick! At one point, like, like, and one line is like, an old lady says, "I should put my big foot up your ass." And, and and like this whole town is just like why you you dick why would you I do I love this? that
4: the town turned on him so quickly and and harshly I was not really sure I understood why
0: that had happened but I really love <laughs> it Because which, because Thomas Lennon says he's going to sue the entire town which, which
2: for what which <laughs> like okay the big climax is Judy Greer sits the town down and she's like okay so you all are mad at Maynard for pretending to be Bigfoot Okay you all so you all made money off of Bigfoot. They're like, like Steve, you sold a bunch of Bigfoot TV shirt T-shirts, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, I did." Do you think you would have sold those T-shirts if Maynard hadn't pretended to be Bigfoot?
3: Oh, right!
2: right. I made money as a result That's of the, this. That is the Not movie's clear cut.
0: I believe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not only did you make money, but she reminds them. By the way, guess what? Every one of this town owes Maynard the book money. tabs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so she pulls out the book. Of tabs where Maynard was supposedly writing down all the groceries that they bought, and she reveals very like in a big moment, she's like, "It's blank. Yeah. Maynard never wrote any of that down. He was never going to collect the money from you." And so here's the thing: even if that isn't true, the statement "You all owe Maynard money" is true. <laughs> like the, the the statement "You all made money off of Maynard, plus you owe him money." That is all true. That was an effective yeah. scene uh, for
4: me. I, I I thought that was a heartwarming scene. I, I oh, liked totally when she explained that the, that the book was empty. I, I appreciated that. Right. You know, I admit, you know, the, with the mill shutting down in the beginning of the movie, I'm thinking, "Wow, P- Pottersville is really falling on hard times." And maybe it's because everyone who owns a business
0: doesn't really know how to run a business, <laughs> 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 and no one's paying for anything. Yeah, maybe it's because no, no one is exchanging money for goods and services. I don't know. I, I, they're they're they all paid in company script, and then the mill the mill yeah. closed down. I
2: love it's a mill that a closed mil. down, <laughs> like the most old timey thing to have closed Fantastic. down. I mean,
0: I, I grew up in a town that had effects from a mill closing down, like the mill closed down in the in the eighties, yeah. and it was still being yeah. Like, my my
4: hometown road. Schwanksville, uh, when we closed our Bigfoot museum, things really went
2: south. <laughs> yeah. So the next uh, town over so opened up thing... a bigger Bigfoot <laughs> bigger museum foot. and just demolished <laughs> Son you, of a
0: bitch. It was just—it was just an NBA player. It was just Chris bosch It was just the Chris bosch music. It was really sad. Was just a guy who had
3: large. Feet. What actually happened,
4: Dan, is my town opened up a Bigfoot prison, and we became like really wealthy. And it was just dark, quite frankly. I mean, there's a lot of money generating from Bigfoot prison.
2: You you built a prison, and we're like, when we catch Bigfoot, here's where like we're gonna fucking keep him. Cell yeah so
0: so the next the next report is the next scene is i guess that that woman christina gutierrez is just having an interview yeah. with him as he's closing the shop i guess like it's never really clear why he's closing the shop but i'm sure he wasn't making that's right any he money. was going to come clean uh, or
4: and give this his story his side of the story you know she rock the nation quite frankly
0: and i, and I wasn't sure why his story was closing either shame yeah, I, w- I wasn't very clear And then and then everybody shows up and this is this they rip this directly from It's a Wonderful Life. Everyone in town shows up to thank Maynard and give him Mm -hmm. money, you know, to save his business. And again, it's just like, well, that's very sweet. Thank you. Thank you. All of you owed him this money to begin (laughs) with this is this is his money it's your it's all of your fault that he's here in this situation this isn't heartwarming it's just accounting (laughs) (laughs) this is bookkeeping the movie
2: yeah it's one of the many things in this movie where it's like oh that's really sweet and then like i think about it for five seconds i'm like wait what
0: like, and then, and then, and then, Cristina Gutierrez, the 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 reporter, is like, "We need to get live back on the air. There's a new story happening." No, there mm-hmm. isn't. Mm-hmm. What the story is? The story is townsfolk pay debt. Yeah, and they gave him a somewhat <laughs> meager looking
4: amount. There were there were some crumpled yeah, dollars on the desk. Uh, I think there was an arcade token. <laughs> it's, they really were not doing their best.
2: Yeah, one guy just what ripped out a filling there. and just like put it on the table. <laughs> Like I have, I have seen more
0: money like on a strip club floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Yeah, because I just they just put it down there, and also my question have been like, where the where the fuck the fuck have you been keeping this money to begin yeah. with? What the fuck? I don't know. I think it would have been
4: great if they would have employed the 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 furries in, in the community to do like a fundraiser or something and like let them do something awesome and be heroes oh, we, and we be good.
0: Sk- we skipped the, the eyes wide shut furry, like oh. furry orgy in the woods. We skipped over that part. There is one pretty funny part where Ron Perlman, Ian McShane, and Thomas Lennon are in yeah. the woods and they hear what they think is a Bigfoot and they walk to the lights. And it's, it's a furry orgy. This is where things... And Ron Perlman, who is one of the furries, is just like, wait, is that tonight? This, Shit. <laughs> this is where things got I really
4: conflicting for me because the movie is showing that Ron Perlman is being proud to be a furry, and I, I, I genuinely liked that scene. I watched it twice. I played it back for for Timory because we were gr- glad to see that line get included. You know what? I'm I'm damn proud to be a furry. I thought it was great, but at the same time, they have the clear villain of the movie, Thomas Lennon, as played by Chris Catan, <laughs> Brock Masterson, <laughs> become attracted and enticed by the furries, and that's like clearly a. Symbolizing like oh this bad shitty dude likes these folks, and then they have Christina Hendricks be uh, very cold and put off at the end in the, during the reconciliation when Maynard says you know what I really just want you to be happy whatever that means and, and breaks up with her and you know she's upset with him that you know like they, there's like this villainization yeah, and the punchline it, maintains and I, I wasn't I wasn't fond of that.
0: It's very weird in that, like, it doesn't say that being a a furry is bad, but all of the people in this movie who we know are furries are, like, the except for
4: Ron Perlman, he was great, he was he was good dude. There, yeah.
2: There's no explicit moment where they say that being a furry is bad, but it could be that it was like back then, and it, you didn't have to say yeah. it. It could just be like, look, a furry, and then like we would all fill in the... I just think that we were
4: making it bad by proxy because rather than have... They did have Michael Shannon's character... Become sympathetic and say, you know what, you got to be into what you want to be into. He was rude and cruel and belittled that as a, an interest, but he was also drunk and heartbroken and had experienced this surprise and trauma. I can't, I, I get it. I understand you act irrationally, but the, and it's not to say that I'm expecting this movie to have this great nuanced empathetic approach, but I did want it to absolve itself from making fun of of these kinksters a little bit. And I think it kind of got, the, just like the rest of the movie, it sort of goes there, but not really all the way. It just kind of is. It just happens.
0: That's that's the thing about this movie that for all we know isn't. It also <laughs> is. Like that, that, That's how the movie handles most of the stuff. It just, it kind of is yeah. there. It just yeah. kind of exists. But also,
2: this movie doesn't exist.
0: Schrodinger's Bigfoot.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, again, it's, that's yeah. the episode title right there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, it's just such a. So, th- the more I talk about it, the less I comprehend. Yeah, it. that is actually so, a so thing. The, 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 more,
4: the more I think about it, the more I reflect on it, the the more it falls apart. But again, and I cannot emphasize this enough, I dig this movie. <laughs> I think I it was y- good. I
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, to be, to be clear, it's, it's not like this movie falls into like a so bad it's good territory. Cause I wouldn't like it if it was trying to do like a, like a sharknado or whatever who was trying too hard to do that. I wouldn't like it if it was doing that. It's not doing that. It's not in a so bad it's good territory. It's not in a good territory. I'm not going to say like, but it is in, an inexplicable pocket dimension yes. that is beyond the terminology that I normally use to talk it about. It is media. so peculiar, I, it's fine.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's a good way to put it. It's it's so peculiar.
2: It, yeah. it, the the fact that it lands the plane and like works at the end is like the mo the best part about it. Is like you did all of this stuff. And it's still a coherent, pleasant-to-watch movie, and that's like kind of the highest compliment I can pay is like, I don't know how the fuck you did yeah. this, but you ended the movie, and I'm That's happy.
4: just the thing. It's like the, the end of the movie, uh, like I mentioned, they open up a Bigfoot museum, and Ian e. Shane from In His Truck gives a knowing wink to the main character like i told you so like do you what <laughs> like, 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 and like, like as like, the movie like, is ending I, I this is at the moment when it clicked for me i was like does this fucking
0: rip is this awesome <laughs> i don't know i but i'm definitely returning shane does the knowing wink like he's definitely in in the hallmark movie there's that old person who is probably santa claus yes. but it's just like the the old person who's gonna get the uh, the young career woman from the big city together with her high school yeah. love and like there's this old person in the background so I was like oh anything could happen <laughs> right. at Christmas even adultery
3: like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> half the half those movies are about like a woman cheating on her boyfriend or fiance with her old high school boyfriend but somehow it's okay because it's right, Christmas. Right. And he was also in New York or Chicago or whatever
2: big city. Well, it's, it's always like someone works too hard, usually the woman, and a dude from the big city comes in and they teach each other to relax and enjoy small town
0: values. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, and so this movie is, I'm not going to say a parody of that. I'm not going to say it's, I'm not going to say it's a tonal match of that, but that is the close. If I need framework, that is the closest framework I can work from like the the closest thing that i know to match this yeah. to. and so and yeah at the end they build that bigfoot museum and employs the entire town which made me wonder like <laughs> how many fucking people can it take to run a bigfoot yeah. museum come on that's what are the exhibit like, okay,
2: that's another that's another question is how many people are in this fucking town because at one point uh from seemingly the population Twelve. of a town is in a dining room and <laughs> she's like you the town Like, you guys need to change your attitudes about Maynard. And they're like, all right. I don't know if they're going to go out and be like, hey, everybody, we're cool with him now. It's chill. Can we just make it clear?
0: Pottersville is like an unincorporated community. Can we make it (laughs) clear that like the people
4: who show up for the big news at the beginning that Bigfoot was in their town and then the people who show up to pay back the ledger to Maynard, we don't know for certain that that is the entirety of the town. That's the full population for all I know, maybe I live in Pottersville and these are the like fucking freaks in my town. Like what are these weird ass people doing? They have their own little religion where they only watch black and white little TVs. I don't get that. They're obsessed with Bigfoot. They, they're they calling news stations to our town to cover what story even is there. I want a, a, a sister film where someone else lives in Pottersville and is just fascinating at this spectacle that is occurring.
2: You're, you're, you're describing like,
0: Pottersville as like a Waco, like compound <laughs> yeah.
2: just like some people <laughs>
0: the like, branch bigfootians
2: just some people like peering out of their blinds be like honey the general store weirdos are at it again they're doing a bigfoot yeah. thing actually i
4: want I all the know. furries to look at that community to be like you fucking weird ass people doing your strange <laughs> like uh, uh worship of bigfoot it's weird why why worship a cryptid when you could be a wolf dude
3: yeah. All
0: right. All right. All right. Uh, this is this part where you rate it ten out.
4: out of ten, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes?
0: <laughs> yeah. Recommend I'm, 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 it. I'm, I'm, watch I'm that I'm going to ask you a question. All right. If you were, if let, let's get into the Potter'sville expanded universe. Mm-hmm. Right. If you were to pick a cryptid, a non-bigfoot cryptid, and I'm not going to, you can't do Yeti, also, because that's that's just, this is white. No Bigfoot. Squatch. No Yeti. All right. It's all the same. You yeah. No, none of those, none of those primate-ish ones. But you get to pick a cryptid. To design a holiday spec, Pick your cryptid and pick your holiday. Oh. And we'll design a, a special around it. I'm going to start off with Mothman Hanukkah.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: That's right. The Jews are claiming the Mothman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Every year on Hanukkah, the Jews get to claim one character. And this year we're claiming the Mothman. The Mothman is Jewish now. Moth- yeah, all right. Off. Okay.
2: Uh, <laughs> I would do... Loch Ness monster, St. Patrick's Day, specifically to antagonize the Irish community.
3: Like, okay, all right.
0: Just, you said that and I was like, you're confusing two lands there, my friend. No,
2: no, it's on purpose and I want I I I just want to have the movie picketed by just very furious Irish Americans just going like, "We're different places." <laughs> just, and then our official stance is of the movie would be like, Y'all talk weird. I don't know.
0: The, the, I want the movie to never address this. <laughs>
2: yeah. right? Side
0: note, I'm just going to say, there is a television show on TV right now starring, you know, guy who gently kicks ass, Walton Goggins.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that show is called The Unicorn. Okay. Right? You may have heard of it. He's not the a show, unicorn
3: in it.
0: The, the, the show is called The Unicorn, and it is about Walton Goggins playing a single dad who is going back out into the world of mm-hmm. dating. Right? And... All of his friends say, hey, you're handsome, you've got a job, you're unattached, you're ready to get in a relationship. You're a real unicorn, right? You're a real mm-hmm. catch. So here's the thing. I refuse to watch this show because... <laughs> I have been on OkCupid. I know that the, that Unicorn has a very specific meaning yeah. to anyone who's familiar with current modern dating, and it is not that. <laughs> but the show apparently never, ever referenced it. Do really you funny.
2: think they know? Do they think- have to at this point. The show's on like its third season. I mean, that's season. like when Nintendo
4: announced that its new console was called the Switch, and everybody on my Twitter timeline was like, <laughs> d- d- do we tell them? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, okay. Uh, Crypted plus crypt, Cryptid holiday special. Adam, what are you doing? Uh Crypted
4: holiday special. Okay, so like I I know that you say we can't use a Yeti, Sasquatch, or Bigfoot, but I'm just going to throw in a, a possible cousin. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the skunk ape. I'm not sure if you're familiar okay. with skunk that's, ape.
3: That's, that's I mean that's obscure. Ape. The thing is, the
4: skunk ape feels like decidedly either Floridian or just Southern to me. And I think it just gives a little bit of a remix or a twang to a a familiar concept. And I,
0: what holidays is skunk ape? uh, Well, there
4: are no Jews in Texas. So I think (laughs) it can't be Hanukkah. That wouldn't work. I think the skunk apes, big thing is Honda days. Okay, so Honda days. Here's the deal. The skunk ape is sighted and everybody's like, oh my God, we saw the skunk ape. Everybody's, you're going to be driving this car off the lot at a much lower <laughs> lease.
0: <laughs> oh, so, so here's, I'm going to twist this, right? So you remember how like Flow from Progressive showed up and like suddenly every company had to have their own Flow. Yeah. You had like the, the Wendy's became a literal like hot redhead and and. Lily, the AT&T girl, and Jan from Toyota. So I'm I'm imagining, again, the Mandela Effect world where we pulled Mm -hmm. this from. It's the same thing. But now every single cryptid is a beloved, like... Brand mascot. Yeah. So you know, in addition to Skunk Ape Honda days, they have to compete with Chupacabra Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> All of that was just a big stretch, so that I could say Chupacabra so, Toyota. Chupacabra
4: Toyota. Just consider the fact that the Jersey Devil certainly works at a, uh, a car uh, lot. You know, I in New Jersey. Come on. the
2: Jersey have Devil. To. To.
0: Chupacabra Toyotathon is my lucha libre name.
2: I was so pumped to say a very Jersey Devil Valentine's Day.
4: <laughs> Way to bury the Leeds, because it was the thirteenth child of the Leeds family. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All um. right, gentlemen,
0: this has been this has been Pottersville. What did we learn? Do we? I'm not not going to tell us to rate this movie. I refuse to rate this movie because it is unrateable.
2: Does everyone feel like from having watched Pottersville, we all understand Christmas a little better? I think I can say- No.
0: No? If anything, I understand Christmas less. I'll say
4: more holiday movies, and I say holiday, not Christmas, more holiday movies need to include more kink communities all about it. Mm -hmm. So I would like to see that as a trope going forward. And this movie taught me that, in fact, Santa Claus is a cryptid. And, you know, they didn't say straightforward, but Bigfoot, I think, was an analogy for Santa Claus in this movie. And uh, the belief, the town's belief in this thing that they did not see but counted on existing really rose their spirits and made them happier people and and made a warmer season and it was devastating to learn that it was just a guy. It was just a dude. Yeah. And then they needed yeah. to willfully suspend their disbelief to believe in it again. And I feel like that is a parable for It's Santa like, when you, see mommy it's like when you see mommy kissing Squatch. It's like when you see mommy kissing Squatch. And you, you, whomst among us has not walked analysis. in on your mom and dad, engage, your parents, I should say, engaging in Squatch play. It happens <laughs> to all of us. So I...
0: I it's a, yeah, it's a rite
4: of passage. Yeah, it's a rite of passage. For me, it was the thing that happened on Christmas Eve. We we all gathered and watched mom and dad engage in squatch play.
0: <laughs> yeah. Adam, 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 where 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 can people find your shit uh, you
4: can tune into my podcast, Man Thing Minute. It usually comes out on Wednesday mornings weekly, although that's transitioning to a different schedule. And I have a podcast that I co-host with my good friend Octavius A. Newman called Comic Book Junto. Which is a friendly conversation about the philosophy of geek culture that comes out biweekly. All right, so that oh, is, check me uh, out. That is I have Disney. a podcast called Into the Potterverse, where we we talk about different fan yeah. theories and cryptids that could be you know written into the Potter universe. As I mentioned, Disney plus has that you know Potterverse Pottersville
2: We're series. we're also launching the Squatch Squatchcast, cast, which is going to be about exploring a Sasquatch based <laughs> fetish communities. <laughs>
0: I wonder if there's, there's definitely got to be like a like a list, like a Wikipedia list of Bigfoot movies, right? <laughs> I feel like we named four. Just fucking of them, watch them all, man. This. Let's do it. There's just, at- just a real, real Bigfoot. That, that's what this. That God damn it! That, don't say that, dude. Adam. You don't understand. If you give people these ideas, they will ask S- for it. They
2: made us watch Master of Disguise. <laughs> okay? Do you understand? Shut all I'm up, saying, Adam, shut the fuck up. Good night, everyone.
0: Having a
4: wonderful skunk ape time is bound to happen if you thanks for having me on the podcast i really enjoyed myself guys i hate e- you so much good night since, everyone
2: ever since you said christmas based kink movie i've just been saying a very edging <laughs> christmas in my head over and over again. and i was like trying to figure a way to smoothly introduce that and i couldn't do it
4: snowfall more like no fall we are edging this holiday season <laughs>
2: Christmas and... has been coming for three months.
0: <laughs> no, Dan, come on. Obviously, the the tagline is "Christmas is never coming." Winter <laughs> yeah. is never
4: coming. This is the Game of Thrones callback,
3: starring it. Sting
4: <laughs> and Ian mccain <laughs>